0: This is Let's Talk Higher Ed, a podcast for high school counselors and university admissions representatives worldwide who aim to help connect students to their dream schools. In each episode, we hold candid conversations with our community of students, their counselors, and universities to discuss everything from dealing with anxious parents to ensuring a seamless transition to university life. Let's get started.
1: Welcome to the Let's Talk Higher Ed podcast. I'm Tim Muddland, Senior Director of Educational Partnerships at Cialfo. Cialfo helps counselors and students worldwide access higher education through a user-friendly interface that saves time. We also assist universities in finding the right fit undergraduate students from the Seattle's network of international high schools. On today's podcast, we chat with Astra Richardson, Career Advisor at the University of East Anglia. We chat about your comprehensive guide to the Career Center It's about making the most of the holistic support resources career centers can provide. Well, Asher, we're here talking about career services uh, at university of East Anglia for someone who's just joining this conversation, doesn't really know what it is just at kind of a 10,000 foot view. What, what is it that you offer?
0: So, As a career service, we offer really any support that people want relating to thinking about their careers or planning for their next steps. Um, So this could be anything from initial conversations when somebody first comes to the university about, you know, what do I need to be thinking about when it comes to career or I have no idea what I want to do, right through to talking to people who really know what they want to do, but they're not quite sure how to get there um we provide a lot of uh, one-to-one support with people who um, want to have those conversations we provide a lot of feedback about how um you know the, the kind of process is going so it might be producing a good cv applying for jobs um, trying to get internships and work experience we help with mock interviews as well so interviews are really pivotal part of, of that process once you have decided what you want to do um, but we also work a lot with employers, so we try to engage with a wide range of employers to allow young people to, um, or any of our students and graduates, to engage with employers and to really get a feel for the workplace and, and an understanding of it so they can help make their career decisions. So
1: you're talking about a spectrum of things, you know, like a student who doesn't really know anything, doesn't know where to begin, and you also have the other side of a student who is pretty sure about where they want to head. Uh, sector or industry i mean so you you run the gamut
0: absolutely yeah and it's really wide-ranging it we often have people who come and speak to us who say oh everyone on my course knows what they want to do i have no idea honestly so many people are not sure what they want to do for a really long time and that's absolutely fine
1: <laughs> i'm not even quite sure i know what i want to do so exactly <laughs> that's a perfectly normal thing is that right
0: it's really normal yeah and actually I mean, I think that's part of the 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 exciting kind of element of of trying different things, you know, and and getting to know yourself. I think that's really, really important is to find out who you are, what makes you buzz, what makes you tick and um, and see what's out there in the world and, and find your place. You know, it, it takes time to do that so we can help with lots of elements of that.
1: Awesome. Well, that's a great start to this conversation. Let's let's dive in more specifically about it. So. I'm an international student, I'm walking on a campus, and what's some of the first things I need to be made aware of that that you'd be doing uh, there at, at East Anglia?
0: Yeah, so initially when you first arrive, there is lots of activity on campus to um, familiarize you with what is available, and part of that is the career service. So we're based in the library. So most students will be spending a bit of time in the library at at some point or another. Um, So we're very visible. We're very much, um, you know, available to just drop in on and and you can come and see us at any time.
1: So first thing is know where you're located, know that you're there to help um, get involved in campus life. What would be a next step maybe during my first year or a little bit later on after my first introduction to, to university life?
0: Well, one of the biggest things that a lot of people want to do when they start university is to get a part time job. Um, So we support people to maybe put together a CV, sometimes they have a CV, it might be a bit old, they might want to update it um, and we can help with that and then they might want to look for a part time job in the local area to um, get some money coming in, but also have something to do in addition to their studies. So we do help with that, but we also have each school of study running their own employability-related activity. So they will have throughout the year, throughout both semesters, they will have um, talks with employers, talks with alumni, and that's not to 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 you know expect you to know what you want to do and to make a decision straight away. It's for you to to learn more about what different employers offer and the experiences of people who have graduated before you. So I would always encourage people to go along to as many of those events as they can and just listen, just get involved, chat to people, Find out more. You know, that's a great thing to do in your first year, just to expand your knowledge really about what's out there. In
1: essence, you talk about networking is, is what you're doing. Getting out there, putting yourself out there in different positions to meet people. You never know where it might lead. Is that your definition of networking? Is there something more I should know about networking?
0: Yeah, I think networking as a term can be quite frightening when you first talk about it. And it does, it can be a bit scary. Networking
1: bit. for the introvert as well as the extrovert.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think networking is such a broad range of things as you've illustrated there. You know, it can be formal networking that you might think of as, you know, a networking event where there's a room full of employers and you go around and you talk to them all. That can be quite scary. Um, so networking can also be just, um, talking to, you know, friends learning more that kind of informal networking, So I think networking is something you can develop confidence in and develop skills in but it's, it's really vital, actually, and it's, it's very much a mixture of in person um, and, you know, things like LinkedIn, where you've got this whole world of online networking, which is is a really rich resource, you know, yeah, definitely yeah. something that can be helpful to tap into, right. but it's not the only source of networking. So we'd encourage students to, to really see what they can learn from lots of different sources.
1: Right. Well, let's talk about getting a part-time job. I mean, I remember myself in university and getting a part-time job and met a variety of people and started that whole networking and and branching out. Can we talk a little bit more about the specifics of say an international student that comes on campus? What are the things I can't, can I do, limits, things like that?
0: Yeah, so in terms of the the kind of legalities of it, um, international students can currently work for up to 20 hours a week. So I think it's important for international students to know what their um, visa allows them to do, first of all. After that, really, it's up to you to apply for jobs as as anyone else can, as our home students can. So um, my part-time job when I was a student was in a supermarket. So um, very much a kind of people-focused job. You might want to do that. There's lots of jobs in the local area here um, in hospitality and in retail. We also employ a lot of students on campus as well, so for example our student ambassador roles, um, so that's representing the university in local schools and also on our open days and talking to other prospective students about your own experiences. Um, so there's quite a wide range of, of possibilities when it comes to part time work.
1: I sold shoes. Um, I now know a lot about shoes and probably <laughs> any person should know about. But that was my part time job and yeah. um, dealing with the public and dealing with customers and clients, I, I find uh, was fascinating. But uh, I hope I never have to sh- sell another shoe. <laughs> um, <laughs> Also, besides part-time jobs, there's volunteering and there's clubs and there's activities on campus. Can we talk a little bit more about how I might get involved and what are the possibilities?
0: Yeah, this is one of my biggest tips for anybody coming to UEA or any other university, to be honest, is to get as involved in campus life as possible. Um, We have so many clubs and societies for every possible hobby, sport, culture you know there's such a wide range of um, activities that you can get involved in and actually what you're doing there is it might be that you want to join a club or society related to a hobby that you already have um, and you want to carry that on but it could be that you want to try something totally new that you've never done before and actually this is a really safe and really encouraging environment to get involved in new things That way you meet new people. You have the opportunity to also potentially join a committee within that club or society. So that gives you a role of responsibility from a careers perspective. um, That looks great on your CV. It helps employers in the future, see what you can offer. um, The fact that you want to take on that leadership role. Also, it could be that it helps you get experience in something that you maybe want to do later on, like being I don't know, the social media secretary or a president of a club or society. You know, it's really helping you to to hone some of those skills that you'll use later, but in quite a fun, fun, exciting way.
1: So let's dive into what makes the University of East Anglia stand out when it comes to career services.
0: Yeah, so I think there's a few things. I think, first of all, I would say that we're really proud of the fact that we can offer um, long, long, relatively long one-to-one appointments with people. Um, so the guidance element of what we do is so, so important. And I think that word maybe means different things in different countries and different cultures. Um, but in the UK market, that's really about working with individuals on a one-to-one basis to um, talk about whatever it is they want to discuss, to potentially provide some advice, but really also to draw out from them Things they probably already have in themselves um, and a lot of this comes into when you're thinking about what you want to do exploring different options it's about taking time to really think about it and talk about it We might ask some challenging questions as well to really get you thinking about these things. We also continue to support our students um, throughout their time at university but also once they've graduated and we have students who come back and want to um, get support for maybe the next step of whatever they've done after university. Perhaps they've they've changed their mind, they want to do something different, we can still help with that for for up to three years after they finish um, and and sort of transitioning into those next steps. and then the last thing I would say really is the way that we get an understanding of what we do and the impact of what we do. So the way we, lead, we, we use our data and, and analytics to help guide what we do and where we go and how we plan our employability activity, how we advise um, you know, other teams within the university about how this is all working as well and how we help embed employability through the schools of study um, so, that students are, are not just hearing about employability from us, but from their academics as well and, and other people. Um, so, I think that really helps to provide a, a kind of holistic view of career across the university.
1: It feels like you have a, a great program there as far as being, like you said, a great, uh, call it 360, call it holistic. Mm-hmm. Really caring for students is, is the first and foremost thing that that you want to uh, portray and and it sounds like you guys are doing that. So uh, kudos to you. I'm an international student. Your best words of advice as I come onto campus related to the fact that you're going to study a course, then you're going to go out and do something with that. What's your go to advice and what do you encourage students to do?
0: I think the key thing here is to just be bold. So you've already come all this way, it's a really bold thing to do in the first place to go to another country to live and to study and to socialize with all these new different people. Um, But keep that going so get involved in as many activities as you can, it could be clubs and societies, it could be volunteering internships to get experience in the world of work. Um, but just say yes to as many different opportunities as you can and dive into things because you will never regret doing, trying all those different things. And it will really help you to work out what you do want to do more of and also what you don't want to do. So hopefully wherever you end up will be something that is, is really authentic for you, really something that's going to make you really happy in life.
1: I mean, since you're already going to spend all that time in a library, you might as well just come right over to the Career Service Center and, and take advantage.
0: Exactly. It's like we planned it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I'm learning more about your mentoring program at the University of East Anglia. Tell us more about that.
0: Yeah, so we have lots of different mentors who want to continue working with us. Most of them are um, our graduates, so they're people who have studied here before. They have experience at the university um, and also they have experience of going through that process of figuring wow. out what they want to do next and how to get there. Um, So they sign up as mentors and then our current students can request a mentor, we will try and match you with somebody who's really appropriate according to what it is you want to get out of that mentoring relationship and we're there in the background to support but really we leave you to it so you know this is a relationship that you can develop with your mentor, Um, in your own time over a period of a few months and it could be to get help with things like developing confidence in in the recruitment process it could be about understanding how a particular sector works Mm -hmm. it could be that you want to start your own business and you want to get some some advice and some support or maybe even some contacts for that so it can be a, a you know really wide range of different different things um, that you can get from mentoring. For
1: for years, one of the leaving pieces of advice I always gave students was go find a mentor, someone who's doing something that you think, wow, that looks pretty cool, and buy them a cup of coffee. You'd be surprised Mm -hmm. how many people just love to tell you how they did that. So there's nothing to be afraid of
0: absolutely absolutely and actually in the future then if you want to become a mentor as well you know you've already seen the benefit of it so it it sort of comes full circle sometimes
1: free coffee and i get to dispense advice yeah i'm in i'm in (laughs) this doesn't magically happen Ashra. so as an international student or a student coming on campus what's some some advice with activating this process
0: Yeah, so I think this all starts with you as the student. So we don't come out to find you. You do have to seek us out in the first place. Once you do, we're there to help in so many different ways as I've already spoken about. But what we're aiming to do is help you develop skills that you'll use for the rest of your life. So these are not just sort of short term ways of getting into your first job. These are really skills that you will um, continue to develop over over your whole lifetime, and, and we all do this. When we
1: push those those fences that we put about our box fences, I guess, and we push the boundaries of those, the confidence just goes sky high. And being, as you said, being bold, taking that first step, there's tremendous things that can happen from it, and uh, some great words of advice for sure. Well, I think the international students and all of your students at the University of St. Anglia are in great hands with your center. So thank you so much for spending some time with us today.
0: Thank you so much, Tim. It's been really enjoyable. Thanks for checking out this episode of Let's Talk Higher Ed. This show is brought to you by Cielfo, a fast-growing global ed tech company and student-first career exploration and college application network. If you enjoyed this episode, then follow Let's Talk Higher Ed wherever you get your favorite podcasts or join us online at Cialfo.co slash podcast for all of the latest episodes.